How are we doing, mates? Welcome back to the Top Step. My name is Ryan Roland Smith. We are weeks away from opening day, and there is fans in the seats. I love it. That was kind of the that was kind of the, the mark for me when all of a sudden T-Mobile Park up here in Seattle said they're going to have nine thousand people in the seats. That was that first step for me where everything's getting back to normal. I mean, we've got 162 games. I can't believe it. I'm so happy. And we've got people in the seats. Every player I've spoke to who was pitching last year said how much they just took for granted having fans, having energy, having people watching them play. So awesome step. Can't wait uh, for opening day. But this week, really good episode, especially for you Mariner fans. Joey Gerber, pitcher for the Mariners. Made his debut last year. He's 23, 23 years old. We talk about that too. I um, I told him how jealous I was. We talked about that. Making his debut, talked about his time in college when he was just basically a walk-on. He didn't say he was a walk-on, but you know, basically went to a D1 school, pumping 86, kind of drifting a little bit. And he went back and played town ball. It was like rec, ball, rec baseball in his hometown. He said, man, I just want to throw harder. Anyway, we get to all that. It's awesome. I love these stories, man. These guys who you know want to just go and hopefully play some good college ball, and next thing you know, they're in the big leagues. Unreal. We talk about that. Talk about him and his girlfriend, Nicole. He said she'd be listening, so she is listening. What's up, Nicole? Had a really good episode with Joey. He talked a lot of good stuff, so make sure you stay on the whole episode. But again, man, I'm just so excited to just be talking to players. Got a couple of Mariner players coming up here. Got uh, Tom Murphy, Kendall Graveman. And so on and so on. But anyway, enjoy this episode. Before you do that, click the subscribe button. You know what to do. Leave me a review. Apparently, it helps. Leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. All right, guys. I'll leave you to it. Enjoy this episode as Joey Gerber joins me on the top step. No matter what happens, Ryan Roland Smith has something to tell his grandkids right here. First appearance of the big leagues. <laughs> Hall of Famer. Famer. <laughs> Especially if he strikes them out. Here comes the one-two pitch to Junior now. The breaking ball. He struck him out. Yeah, that will be a story for the rest of his life. <laughs> as he strikes out Ken Griffey Jr. And the inning is over. But what an inning it was. You'll never say that I'm not killing them. Kill, kill. All right, Joey, welcome, buddy. What's the temperature like in that car right now, dude? You've got to ask right away. Uh, I mean, hey, the outside temp says 66, but I'm going to give it plus 15, so probably about 80. Okay, good. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty, <laughs> the sun, the sun makes it feel pretty hot, but it's, I'm sure it's not actually that bad, but we're going to try to cool it down here. Yeah, because this is going to be like a like a three hour podcast. Just just to let you know, because right before we got on, you said, "Hey, do you mind if I, if I just you know roll the window down a little bit?" And I was like, "Hey, dude, hey, sound quality is everything, man. No chance. You got to sit there for three hours in the heat." <laughs> well, nobody wants that, especially no. me. You, I guess it doesn't matter for you, but like, I don't want that. But we'll be fine. We'll yeah. I need you to get to a place. Now, I need you to be comfortable, dude, because I'm going to ask you some stuff, extremely uncomfortable, stuff you've never said publicly. So I need you to be comfortable, all right? <laughs> all right. I, we'll, we'll see if we can uh, make it happen. I am very excited to be uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, sounds great. Hey, dude, first of all, how's, how's everything going spring training? Spring training's good. I love being in spring training. It's honestly one of my favorite times of the year. So it's... I mean, I'm healthy right now, which is, you know, half the battle at least. And my arm feels good. 
stuff's pretty good, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Life's good. Yeah. Were you, were you 100% last year in camp? Because you were invited to camp last year, right? Non, Non-roster invitee. Yes. Yes. No, I was 100. I've, I haven't really ever, I mean, again, knock on wood, I've never actually been seriously hurt. I've never had surgery or anything. So, like, yeah. it's just, I, I'm aware you don't want to be hurt. It's just not what you want. So, I mean, life's good. Is it different this year? Obviously, I know it is different, obviously, with COVID. But do you, do you notice you know, like there's, is there things day to day? Like, Oh man, like I just, this is kind of a bummer being in spring training, being a dude, you've already made your major league debut. And do you, do you notice those little things? Honestly? No. I mean, I guess last year, last year was a little, it wasn't from what I've been told the full big league experience, like cause of COVID yeah. and all that stuff. But um, honestly, it's no, I, I just love it. I love being in Arizona right now. Yeah. I think that's what it is honestly, no, I'm having, I'm having a blast. There's nothing like that. The spring, spring training is awesome, man. It, anytime I hear someone complain about being at spring training, it's like, hold on a sec, man. You, you, you're kind of in that. And again, you obviously you're, you know, you're going to impress and fight for a spot and everything else, but sure. you, you have a really good routine. Yeah. You, know, you have to get up kind of early, whatever. I'm, I'm fine. I love the early mornings, man. I'm, I'm an early morning person. But it's just, dude, like the weather's good. Everyone's in a really good mood. You know what I mean? Right. You, you, just... haven't, you haven't seen all these guys and you see all your buddies again yeah. for the first time in, you know, like a handful of months. And like, yeah, I mean, you've got a nice routine. Once you're done, you're done for the day and you just hang out with your friends. It's like a giant summer camp kind of. Yeah, you know? it's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's... And, and no. you're, not sit, you're not sitting on two months with a five ERA or something just trying to get that. Right. You're not looking at your stats. You're like, ah, crap. How do I quickly fix yeah. this real quick before the end of the year? No, it's it's good. It's good. Where do you spend the offseason? That's a really good question. Um, So this offseason, I was in Arizona. Okay. Um, But in the past, I have so been – So typical. So predictable. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> no, no, but in the past I've been, so I'm from Minnesota. So I've yeah. been in Minnesota. Uh, they've had me out to Arizona early a couple of times. And I was also in Florida because I was briefly like, I was, I moved to Florida. Brief, that's a really long story. Actually. I moved to Florida. That's fine. We've got time, dude. You got three hours okay. of this day. Go for it. <laughs> I was, I was in, uh, I moved to Florida briefly. Um, my sister lives in florida so i was there for part of an off season then i realized logistically it was a nightmare i couldn't do that so i moved back to minnesota for the next off season and then i've been here this off season just because minnesota was not the best i love my parents my parents are great but just for working out with baseball and stuff it's tough to do it in minnesota yeah. so i uh i went down here this time and hopefully i'm just staying in warm weather places and that would be good and you just you rent out an, an apartment for the whole off season is that kind of how it works Yep, I rented an apartment. Uh, one of my college buddies, actually, who's with the Reds, uh, he uh, he came out here with me, and we've just been, you know, hanging. Right. hanging. Good. So, and 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 I, you have to dive too much into this because you're only 23, right? Yeah, you, you haven't you're 24 yet. So, dude, you, first of all, you're 23, man. I mean, God, I'm so jealous. But <laughs> for me, I was literally living at my parents' place up until like the second year I was in the big leagues, like literally, I mean, mind you, I'm from Australia. So like I'd go back every year. I'm just in the spare room at my parents' place. People, people sure. just couldn't get their head around that. Uh, was that, was that the same as you? I mean, were you renting places in like off seasons last couple of years? Or were you just back at your parents? No, I was with my parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, parents. I don't know. I mean, I, I get along with my parents, you know, it's like yeah. you're saving money and stuff. Like it just makes Absolutely. hundred percent. Uh, like, uh, I, I don't want to sound like a couple dorks here, but dude, like it's just, 
people thought I was I was nuts. Like, what? You go back to your mum's place? I'm like, yeah, why not? Just cruising my right, friends no, back in Australia. Exactly. It's not like I'm not married, so it's like well, yeah. I'm not gonna, you know, like what, what's the big deal? Like I'm just, you know, I'm 20. Yeah, you know, I was what 21, 22. Like, yeah, you know, it's I didn't feel like it was. I felt that it was stupid. Okay, like let's say I go back to Minnesota. Okay, I'm gonna rent a place in Minneapolis for two, three thousand dollars exactly. a month. Or I live rent free at my parents' place in my bed that I've slept in for who knows how long, and it's yeah. like, you know, like they <laughs> exactly. got a nice house, like it's it's a good setup. Exactly. Hey, um, you okay? So you're in Arizona the whole off season now. I just did did some trolling through your Instagram. You and your girlfriends. I'm pretty sure it's your sure. girlfriend, right? I know, girlfriend, yeah. fiance, Nicole, right? Your girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. So when did you guys meet, and how, where? Oh, uh, this is this is a good one, I guess. Uh, so right. we met. Uh, I don't know. It's it's recent. So like, I want to say what what month? I guess late September. Okay. I want to say. Um, and she messaged me on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. We started talking. We got we got a lot in common. We're you know we got this pretty similar sense of humor. Um, and you know, we got similar, you know, backgrounds ish, you know, we similar, you know, we're both like practicing Catholic. So we got that going on right. we're, you know, into each other. So like, I don't know, we just hit it off, I guess. And here we are. Was the Catholic thing established before she messaged you or is that something like, Oh, Hey, me too. After she messaged you or what? No, it was actually, it was before because we both have had it in our bios for like social media. Gotcha. So we kind of knew that. So, I mean, it's, it was kind of known, I guess. Yeah. Right. And where's she, so where's she based? She is, she's got family um, in Nashville okay. and she lives in LA right okay. now. So how does that work? Cause the reason I asked man is because, I, I well, it was 2009. I met my one of my teammates' sisters came to visit, and lo mm -hmm. and behold, we're now married with two kids. You know what I'm saying? And sure. she lived in LA. Yeah, she lived in LA, and um, I was basically every off season I was flying back to Australia and just hanging out at my parents' house. Um, you know, I was I was a, I was a big legger, but I was hanging out. My, my parents live like really close to the beach, like in a great house. Like why oh, wouldn't no. I? Right? And, um, and all, all of a sudden I met Amanda and, uh, all of a, and next thing you know, I got a truck full of stuff moving into her place in LA. But the thing, the, the reason I ask is because I'd get out to Arizona kind of early and she would make that six hour drive back and forth. So is that kind of where you guys are at the moment? Yeah. Yeah. She came out this past weekend and, you know, we had a good time or whatever. And that's, that is, I mean, you, you FaceTime, you know, you, you know, text a lot and stuff, but that's. Yeah. That is kind of where we're at. Like, you know, obviously if things go well, I'll probably be in, you know, Southern California next off season just because yeah. it makes sense. Right. But like uh, right now, yeah, we're, I mean, we're still figuring out logistically, but I mean, life's good. We're doing yeah. well. That's awesome, man. I mean, it, yeah. I, again, I'm, I'm jealous. I watched you talk. You were talking yesterday uh on root sports i was actually working the game i could have literally pressed a button and be like hey joey what's up man so i was listening to you to your chat and it, it was it was good you were talking about i mean there's a bunch of stuff i want to ask you and get into but you know it's it's interesting to listen to you talk you're in college and basically a couple of things you said yesterday was really interesting and i love it dude because it's just honest but you're in college and basically i think dave sims asked you about you know your delivery and ba and you kind of said look i had i wanted to throw harder right yeah. Right. So it was a situation where it's like, you know, I want to throw harder. This is why I've got this kind of funky delivery, whatever you want to call it. Um, and you also, you also say, which I thought was great. You're like, at that point, you basically just want to play some college baseball and kind of, you know, see where it goes. 
Oh yeah. No, when I was, so like when I was in high school, my, I never thought I was going to be anywhere remotely good enough to be in the bigs. Like, honestly, I didn't. So I was like, I just want to play college baseball at a good D one school. Like I, I, the, when am I like assistant coach, the guy who like recruited me, like reached out to me. The first thing he said to me on the phone was he, he brought up like, how I was a good student. Like he didn't talk about baseball or like that was the first thing he brought up. So I was like, I knew going in, okay, I wasn't really going to be there for, you know, contributing too much. I was like, okay, I'm going to boost the team GPA here and then we'll move on. I'll have had the opportunity to play baseball at, you know, a good school. That's great. But like in, after my freshman year, we, we had, we had a bunch of seniors who were kind of the back end of the bullpen Mm -hmm. and they left, but I wasn't good. I was bad. I mean, I was throwing 86, 88, but I had absolutely no off speed. And yeah. I saw we had a, well, a, we had a first rounder. His name was Cody Sedlock. Um, I want to say he's with the Orioles right now. Yeah. And he, I mean, he was a first rounder. He obviously he had four pitches. He could, you know, that were pretty good, but he also, the biggest thing was he sat 93, 95 as a starter. Yeah. And we had another guy, a freshman, Luke Schilling, who is with the White Sox now. And he, he really had no command of his stuff, but he was, I knew he was going to get opportunities. And when he was healthy, he got some opportunities just because he threw 94, 96 with, with a banger. And I realized, okay, the guys who are getting all these opportunities, it's just because they threw hard. Yeah. Like that's, that's just kind of how it was at least. And so I was like, okay, um, I wasn't good enough. I was, you look at my stats, like, I mean, obviously the, I'm sure if you look at, deeper in the analytics it was even worse but like the peripheral stuff like what's batting average against and all that stuff was terrible my freshman year because yeah. i'm just piping 86 with no off speed and they're just smoking it you know yeah. like yeah. so i i don't know i i can't, went back they sent me back to just play town ball at, like around where i was from and yeah. i just i had all the freedom in the world to just try to find stuff that works because there's no pressure to you know perform for any team yeah. really so that's kind of what happened. And so you were talking. So you were talking about when you went back to back. You, you're saying after that freshman year, you're like, okay, I want to start trying to throw harder. And so you you started to try and seek that out somewhere at that point. Uh, I just what did I try to do? Well, I mean, I just there's some stuff online. So like, I looked up ways how do I throw harder. Like I was reading like uh, driveline baseball blogs. Um, I was looking up just other random crap, honestly, and I just. What I would do is I would just go into on days where I wasn't pitching because it's town ball. You play like maybe one or two games a week. Yeah, Uh, I was I was just going into this net, this cage and chucking weighted balls as hard as I could. Just trying to throw just trying to throw as hard as I could, honestly. And that's kind of what developed. I have obviously things, you know, like that. that's there's more to it, but that's the gist of it i guess for what i was doing that summer i also got really into lifting yeah which right. i'm super weak but like that's a different story but so, so a couple, couple of things so what is town ball exactly so you went off at some summer league you, you keep saying town ball i don't want to butcher it i was about to say it five minutes ago i'm like what, what, did you uh, say town ball? what, what is that just yeah. like a rec league or something they sent you back it's, today it's basically a men's league it's gotcha. like a bad like i was in a second tier men's league in minnesota and i was basically playing with some a couple of my high school buddies and a couple you know guys who are you know probably 30 and haven't really done much baseball wise yeah Yeah. 
competition's not great. Hold on a sec. <laughs> just just rewind a little bit. I mean, you go into like a D1 that was pumping out first rounders and, and guys who were pretty legit. It wasn't like you're going to, you know, Smithville County Community College, some JUCO, right? I mean, so yeah. when, when just going back and take a couple steps back, the guy, the recruiter who got you, where did he... Like was it like a, like one of these perfect games or recruiting showcases or something like that? How did all that work out? Honestly, I don't even know how he saw me. I really don't. Um, I yeah. did go with um. There's a guy. There's a his name's Justin Musil. I I don't even know how this worked. He he was not a recruiting guy. Like he he connects you with college coaches basically dude he is now man if you see any he's like hey joey gerber's all over his instagram basically he's like look really, really? i'm just messing <laughs> <Yeah>. around <laughs> he's he's, Honestly, he's the college recruiting guru now thanks to you because you you got to the big league so there you go now i'm, I'm, I'm just jumping in go, go for it no. what, what were you saying no 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 he uh so like i went i went with him uh and just because he had good connections so he's all he was also a uh buddy with my one of my dad's cousins my cousin kind of like he was good buddies with him so like i went with him uh to you know try to help me build some connections at least and he i want to say he saw me at like i was playing fall ball um i want to say he saw me at one of those games and i was 87 90 for an inning so it showed (laughs) okay i could touch 90 (laughs) that's good enough because the the other thing too was illinois they lost nine pitchers that year the year i came in my freshman year and they only had like five coming in to replace them yeah. like including me or maybe six including me so like they needed arms so i mean i was a tall skinny mm-hmm. uh right-handed pitcher they figured out yeah, maybe like something can come of this and i was a good student so they knew i wouldn't screw anything up like off right. the field really yeah. so they they figured well i mean there's no doubts there i was i was preferred walk on they weren't offering me anything so there's really no downside to them doing it yeah so that's kind of how that happened. It's amazing, man. The way you're describing that is like, oh, you know, like, uh, and I, I guess you will probably ch- kind of change this perspective on yourself, but everything you're telling me, you sound like that kind of person. I'm the same way, man. You kind of have a little bit of that imposter syndrome. You're like, what the hell am I doing here sometimes? Am I right with that? A little. I've gotten better with that. Um, yeah. But naturally, I do have that tendency, I would say. Um, right. But I mean, my thing i mean i do think that helps make it easier to like have a good mindset for okay you're able to appreciate where you're at because you realize like yeah yeah you know how special it really is um but yeah i i would say i've gotten i've gotten better i used to be like that when i was like especially when i was in college i'm like whoa like i'm pitching against you know ucla or something like that was like wow and then I don't know. Once I got to pro ball, I was just all kind of like, okay, every pro ball team's the same. I've never heard of you know yeah. Rancho Cucamonga, the Dodgers, or whatever, like whatever team they were. Like I didn't. So it got, once I got to pro ball, I got a little different. But like, yeah, I know what you mean. That's a good point. Saying. That's a good point, dude. Like I, I signed, I didn't sign for, I signed for thirty thousand dollars. Well, you know, I was like, oh, this is awesome, and flew over. I had no idea what I was doing. But you're right, man. Like when I was in Australia, I wasn't. You know, I wasn't one of the best kids. I'm like, and I had a little bit of that, like, what the hell am I doing here? Then I got to Pro Bowl. Everyone has kind of like a different story, different journey. You don't know who anyone is, but right. you know, this kid's coming out of Juco. This dude's come from wherever. And somehow it all, it all kind of works out. But I just, man, it's it's so, and again, you've been super honest and everything, but 
as you go on with your career, as you get closer to the big leagues and everything else, and you start putting up numbers, all of a sudden it becomes that time where it's like, no, no, no. I, I am one of the dudes here. I do throw, I throw harder than this guy, this guy, this guy. My stuff's better than him. Where was that moment for you? At what point were you like, man, I'm, I'm about to pitch in the frigging big leagues? Gosh. Uh, I don't know if I've had that. I really don't. Because you put up some good numbers, dude. Like I'm looking back through, you know, old baseball references. It looks like you were sort of on the on the on the beeline straight, you know, straight to the the little the bottleneck. As yeah, far as I, <laughs> thanks. No, I don't know. I just because when I'm out there, I'm not like. I guess that's more of like an off field. You kind of like appreciate it, maybe. Yeah. But like when I'm on the field, it's literally just like I'm focused. Okay, this pitch goes here. This pitch goes here. I'm gonna do this. Yeah, I got you. Like I and I I really don't think like. Like I really, I can't compare myself to other people because it's, especially with analytics, like I've learned this too. Like I don't, it took me a while. I can't say it don't cause I realize it's a good pitch, but like it took me a while to appreciate that my slider is a good pitch right? because when I watch it, I don't think it's that especially same thing with like Sam Delaplane. I don't know if you know who he is, yeah, but like, of course, yeah. yeah, no, he, uh, he's got like the world's best slider like i think like just because he gets so much swing and miss on it yeah. and it looks extreme to me it looks extremely average but it's a really good pitch so yeah. like so to me like i can't especially now i unless the guy throws 100 that's different but it's tough for me to be like oh that's a really good pitch mm -hmm. because sometimes sometimes like i played with a guy in high who i thought he had a great curveball and then i learned from our pitching coordinator no don't try to emulate that that's like i don't throw a curveball but really? Like, don't try to emulate that. That's really not a good pitch. And I'm like, huh? Like, I'm thinking, like, what? That looks great. But My so, unit. you know, like, it's yeah. it's tough. So it, I guess in that sense, it helps me stay in my lane. Like, okay, I just focus on what I can do yeah. to get better myself. But I, you, I don't know. Are you pretty hardcore into analytics? I, yeah, I... I guess you could say so. I appreciate them for sure. They, they give you, it's useful information. It's useful information to get you better, but you yeah. can't, you do have to simplify it for you mm -hmm. so that you know, like you gotta, you, you can't be thinking about it when you're on the mound at the same time. You know what I mean? You yeah. just have to be able to take what you need to get better. And if there's, you know, other stuff that's there that it might be useful to know, but you can't, worry too much about it i guess i don't know I, yeah. but i do i do evaluate it because it is real information that helps you get better and teams care about it yeah it's um i mean obviously it's way different to you, you mentioned you know, the pitching coordinator you had said no no don't try and emulate that curveball because you know from from the eye test you look at something like man that that, that looks nasty and all of a sudden right. the game's so different now and yeah you know, back back when i was pitching Back in my day, I sound like I'm like 75 years old, but um, you, you kids weren't the stuff now. But um, you'd throw a pitch and some coach would be in the dugout saying, oh, hey, you, your hand was, you, you, your hand's dropping a little bit. It's like, dude, there's no way in real time, real speed, you can see if my hand's dropping next to that ball. Right. There's no way. And But that's what it was. And it's like, you kind of, you know, some of that, you're like, oh, okay, I guess I'm trusting. And is that even a bad thing anyway? But we, okay, so what point for you, as far as the analytics goes, did you really understand it? For example, if you're throwing a bullpen there in Peoria and in that six pack, iPads behind you, whack, you throw a slider or a fastball, whatever. You got a really high spin, high spinning fastball. You turn around, someone's standing there and you can look and go boom, 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 boom. I know exactly if this is good, bad, what I need to do. 
who I it's tough for me to say there when there's a point. I would say though, I don't really personally use rap soto that much because yeah. I actually like I've at least since I've been drafted, my biggest thing has been I need to work on commanding my pitches to where they need to go because right. I had a very when I came in, it was like my stuff was where it needed to be for the most part. Mm-hmm. I just didn't throw in the right areas at all. Yeah. And so making that adjustment has always been the biggest thing. Um, so I haven't really used that, but I guess, you know, like I was, I learned a little bit when I first got drafted because I was really interested in that stuff. And then it just over time, especially my first full season in 2019, it was, you just kind of, it's, it's just kind of incorporated into what you're doing in the org. So yeah. like you just, at some point it just clicks like, Oh, you want, your fastball to have x amount of ride or runner because they give you because mariners give you like targets they give you they're very transparent they're it's really a great org to be a player in right now i feel like because it's like development wise they tell you basically like this is what you need to do to get better and to be a successful big leaguer so it's like okay so here's what i'm going to try to do but okay and with that with okay so they see something on an ipad right now i don't know who who's standing around you whatever but i guess okay pete woodworth who's been on this podcast yeah. by the way awesome dude man like by the way this he made this bobblehead doll for me like never Did he really doll. yeah because he heard me talking about um uh dan altavilla's bobblehead and so he yeah i, I was blown away i was like oh this is anyways and he sent it to me i thought it was the coolest thing ever it was unreal who okay so for example i'll throw this at you just so people understand you throw up because there's a lot of people out there that you know I interact with who oh well if you look at this pitch and that pitch and blah blah blah. All right, you see a pitch, it has this, it has that, whatever. Who is the guy? Who is the person? And I'm guessing it could be Pete Woodworth or who's the person who says, All right, if you want that pitch to do this physically, physically, not just what you see on the iPad, you have to. I need you to put your hand here or, or whatever it is. Who's giving you that information? Uh, that would, I mean, that, that's kind of a pitching coach thing, but at the same time, that's, that's almost like you, you just, just like kind of figure it out. You just, you just kind of figure it out. It's like, it's right. like you try to do what you can to create gotcha. the shape. So yeah. Right. To, it's, a good, it's tough because again, like me personally, I haven't had really had to do that. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I think it's the pitch watching other people it's always been the pitching coach or just other like right. you're trying to get feedback from other players but for me at least it's it's like okay i'm just gonna try to make it do that more yeah and then so it's whatever more, happens. so it's more it's more of a trial and error like oh, i'm just gonna manipulate the ball this way see if this works okay yeah yeah it's interesting because you know again there's that okay great you can you can read what it says on that ipad all right how do you exit how do you put that to this picture right here or yourself because you know i work with kids too i work with 16 17 year olds and they're so caught up. They are so caught up in, oh, what was my spin rate? What was this? What was that? It's like, no, no, no. Let's just get some, let's get some some uh, some a foundation before we start even worrying about that. Right. So, right. Yeah. No, you need you need you need that foundation before you can like it doesn't matter what your spin rate is if your fastball is 80 miles an hour or if you can't throw anything remotely over the plate. Like yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned you mentioned too. You know, if you get feedback from teammates and stuff like that, who are the guys on the team right now? That who are your buddies on the team in that locker room? Uh, I get along. I get along well with everyone, but I mean, I'd say like Logan Gilbert and I like yeah. are probably closest. I'd say for sure. Right. 
What, what's the, I've never spoke to him. I've barely heard him speak. I mean, he's not, he's a way different personality to you. I mean, on the surface, right. Is that, is that how he is in person? Uh, in, once you get to know him, he's actually really similar to me. Yeah. Right. Like I, apparently I am like an outgoing guy or something, which is bizarre to me to think about. Cause I'm, I really don't think I am, but like, he's, he's very similar to me in terms of like how he thinks his like, just his sense of humor man his he's he's a really he's actually a really funny guy once you get really? to know him. he is man like he's the, gotta he's gotta open up he just he just doesn't always open up right away with people but like once he does he's a funny guy that's interesting speaking of logan gilbert man there's so much writing on him like and and this is between you and i and I'm, i don't know if he ever talks about it but here's a guy that you know, he's never played in the big leagues and he's had some success and he's, he's good, man. Everyone knows he's good. He's good. Yeah. But from up from here, the last couple of years, right. I mean, you just stepped on the scene last year in, in the big leagues, but us as from a media standpoint, man, we put some expectations on that. dude. Does he ever talk about that at all? I don't think he worries about what other people expect of him. Cause he's got such high expectations for himself. Okay. And he, I mean, he knows his stuff is good and he knows it's going to play because he, he, you put him in a spring training game. Like he struck out Mike Trout. He's like, he struck out like some of the best guys in baseball. Like he did that last year too in spring training. He struck out Otani, I think. And he like yeah. had a couple of really good innings. So like he knows that I think, I mean, I honestly, unless he gets, I, I don't want to even say that. Like, I don't see how he's not a successful big leaguer. I don't. Like, yeah. I just, I think he's got it. Unless he gets to the big leagues and, like, he can't – and I don't I don't see how he wouldn't be able to handle it just based off, right. like, with mindset when he focuses on all that stuff. But that would be the only way I can see him not working, I guess. I mean, yeah, he's, right. he's just good, man. He's good. Do you remember Do you remember his first ever um, big league spring training appearance? He got, he got shelled. Yeah, he struck out somebody and then he didn't get an out. Yeah, <laughs> dude, there was like so much hype. I remember in the morning, everyone's like, "Oh, Logan Gilbert's pitching." I was like, "Oh man, sweet!" Like this, I was all like, and, and again, I, I didn't know a whole. I knew who he was, but I didn't know a whole lot about him. And you could see him, and obviously, you, you look at me, go, "Yeah, he's going to be a stud." Like, yeah, he's going to be good. He's going to pitch in the big leagues, whatever. But it's just so funny, dude. Like, because everyone's kind of anticipating this, like Randy Johnson, like little league you know, Nintendo slider or whatever, right. just de dealing. And it was just looked so comfortable, like the at-bats against him. And everyone's like, oh, well, you know, it's like, dude, relax. It's spring training. It was so funny. But, dude, it's the the amount we talk about, obviously, him, Jared Kelnick, and, and these guys that they've, you know, they've never never played in the big leagues. You know, it, it, there's a lot riding on these guys, you know? That's true. Especially, like, it's to be able to handle it if you're, like, Julio or you're Kelnick, like, Cause they're young too. Like yeah. they're, you know, 20, 21, like that's, they can be distracting. I feel like, I mean, you gotta, yeah. I mean, it's, it is a lot of pressure, especially cause you know, like if you put that much, like, I mean, I guess it's, it's a little different now. Cause you, you have the, you got the analytics, you got the information that mm -hmm. shows like, okay, like this is kind of what they do and like yeah. compared to past people, but like, you're still a prospect at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not like you're an established big leader. So it is interesting to see like how much, like you see it in the media, like how much hype there is. Yeah. Which I get it because again, they are insanely good. And you do see that, like when they put them against other people, but you know, they haven't been there yet. Yeah. So it's, it's, 
it's tough. I mean, we'll we'll see. I mean, I do think. I mean, they're good. They're good. Like yeah. you see it. So as long as they just keep that, they'll be good there too. Yeah, for sure. But, I, I think too. I mean, I played with guys who had all this hype. Nothing like this, man. I've never seen anything like this when I was playing. No way. It's crazy. I mean, we have, like, you know, I have to research the double A team because we're going to talk about it. And I've never seen that before. But yeah, back when I was pitching, I had teammates who had all this hype, and some of them let it get to them in, in, in a way of like, Oh yeah, well, you know, when's my, um, when's my super two date? You know what I'm saying? Like they just had it all figured out or whatever, but other guys yeah. were like still that like super hungry. They got to the big leagues. They didn't want to get sent down and they got optioned down to triple A and they're mad. And they're like, you know, they still had that hunger involved. You know what I'm saying? Like they were still hungry to get there and prove to everyone how good they are. You know what I'm saying? I think right. I'm no, sure Logan's like that. Right. Logan, Logan's, yeah, Logan, Logan is like that. He's, he's always going to try to be better. Cause I mean, you know, like he, I don't, he doesn't say it, but he basically wants to be like the next DeGrom. Like right. he does. Yeah. And that's it, it, when you have got that standard to be the best in baseball, like you're always going to be striving for more, you know? So, yeah. And this, this might be a dumb question, but what makes him so, what makes Logan Gilbert so good? What do you think? Well, I mean, surface stuff's good, dude. His, the, I mean, we can talk about his extension, his ability yeah. to spin the slider and curveball, like all that stuff's really good, obviously. Um, but I, honestly, his work ethic's really good too. Like yeah. sneaky, like he, because again, like to me, work at like everyone, everyone works hard, like, yeah. but it's really the consistency to me is like the biggest difference maker like how consistently you put in work like is real hard work and he always is doing like he he throws a lot he does all these drill things that he says helps him or whatever which is fine it works for him obviously but like i would i would never do some of the stuff but like it works and he does he does what he needs to do or what he like says he needs to do to get better every single day and he doesn't really care what other people think with regard to that so i think that's the biggest difference maker like foundationally right hey um speaking of that speaking of guys like logan gilbert jared killing is there still 2021 spring training or in the locker room is there still that like hey i'm a vet like he's a veteran let him have his own seat on the bus let him eat first let me get on the plane first is there still that with the, Mar- the mariners right now it's such a young team uh I mean, not really. No, I mean, it's like, okay, guys like Seager or whatever, they can do whatever yeah. they want. They've got all the time in the world, right? But, I mean, for the most part, it's like, I don't know, you're on the team or whatever. Like, you, right. everyone, everyone's pretty young, you know? It, like, it's... Yeah, that's no, awesome. I, but, but guys oh, like... guys, I mean, yeah, guys like, you know, Seager, Paxton, like, no, people are nice. It's not like people are jerks, but it's like, you know, they're going to... You're not going to be a, an idiot as a rookie or, you know, somebody who does like a year of time and you're going to be like, Oh yeah, well, let me, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, you try to like take a spot or, you know, something it's like, okay, you know, they're still veterans, but. Hey, um, I run out of time here. Cause I did make sure with Kelly that she's like, Hey, because I, otherwise I'll talk off all day. I don't want to keep you in your car. I know it's hot in that car right now. The sun's beating down. No, it's, it's fine. It rolled down the window. So I'm good. No, nice. sweet. Um, and I don't want Kelly to get mad or she'll never let me talk to you or anyone else ever again. Um, with um, you, you wrote a tweet recently, and this is kind of how you and I interacted because I've never met you. I want people to make sure they know that you and I have never met each other. And hopefully at some point when this COVID thing chills out, we can, I can actually say hi to you in person and have a chat that way. So much better than zoom. And I'm, I'm sick of zoom. Yeah. Zoom's awesome. Don't get me wrong, but this it's oh, awesome. I get to connect with, no, no, no. 
it sucks, dude. Like I'm a person. It, I need to be- it could be so much better if you were. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I do love. You know, it's like FaceTime is the same way. It's like, dude, FaceTime is awesome when you yeah. don't have an yeah. alternative. But if you can be in person, you want to be in person. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Now you wrote a tweet saying, oh, "I wish I had an Australian accent." What? Where'd that come from? And and talk me through that. Uh, it's not as you know profound as you might think it is. It's literally just like. <laughs> My Twitter is literally just, oh, I have a thought. That's kind of funny or like a situational thing. And it's just like, so I just thought about it. It's like, gosh, I, I'm sure it was, I was listening. I heard myself speak or something. It's like, I've got a very, uh, I'm from Minnesota, but I kind of sound, it's, aside from a few words, a little more like, you know, Wisconsin or Chicago or something. Yeah, like, yeah. It's a little nasally like that, you know, like, and I was listening. I'm like, gosh, what if I had a cool accent? Like, no, not that there's anything wrong with that, but like I just when I just think of Australia, I'm just like, gosh, it's such a cool. It just sounds so cool. Like, I I love your accent. It's great. Yeah, you, you ever been to Australia? Never. I've never. I've been to Canada. That's the only place I've been outside the U.S. Dude, next off season, right, after you've piled up all this cash and you're a big leaguer and you're big time and you're a celebrity and everything else, you it's Nicole, right? Your girlfriend. Yeah, Nicole. Right, you and Nicole get down to Australia, right? I'll pick you up at the airport. I'll give you a tour straight up the East Coast, straight to Newcastle. No, I'm kidding. That's where I grew up, Newcastle. Awesome spot. <laughs> but no, no, seriously, dude, get over there, man. You, you, you're 23, about to turn, but you're only not even, you're not even 25 yet. Get down there. No kids. Trust me, before it gets too late, I'm telling you right now. Before you, you, it's too late. You will love it, dude. I can already tell, like, personality-wise, you would friggin' love it. Just rent a car, oh. drive up the East Coast. I'm telling you right now. That's what you got to do. Fly into Sydney. No, that's hey, that sounds great. I love traveling. Traveling's the best. I mean, look, Nicole, you're gonna hear this. You know, you know the drill. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's it, that that honestly sounds great. It's like oh, yeah. you know, I love the ocean. I love the coast. Like Australia sounds awesome. So it'd be it'd be a blast. Hey, speaking of, before I let you go, too, I've got to ask this, man. You're 23 now. Again, I I get a chance to play in the big leagues and and you know make a little bit of money as a. I was 24 when I made my debut. But sure. what, what what do you what do you do, man? With with, with all this new with this money and everything, what, what do you do? What are the plans? Are you like really sensible? Are you going out buying like ridiculous, flashy crap everywhere? What do you, what do you got? Not crap. I'll I okay. I am the person. I'm saving. I like. I'm I'm just a saver. It's like okay, my family's going to need this at some point, so I'm going to save it. But I have spent because if right. you knew me before this. Uh, you would know that my wardrobe was absolutely atrocious in terms of being presentable at like as a big leaguer. So I have invested a little bit of money into gotcha. buying some better, more normal looking clothes. Not nice. like a <laughs> sophomore in college still just right. wearing crap because that's just what you wear when you're in college. You just wear garbage. So and dude, if, you, if you're moving to L.A. too, like is your, your girlfriend, she's in L.A.? Yeah. So I lived in West Hollywood for six years that's when my wife lived right sure. so i was like man i need to clean it up i'm just wearing the same shorts like 30 dollars shorts i'm like, i need to clean it up so if you are moving there you need you do need to clean it up dude that's <laughs> no it's it's true it's it's a it's a coast thing but it's also just like you know the midwest it's like oh you know it's snowing it's cold you just wear jeans yeah. and a jacket and you yeah. look good because yeah. nobody cares about anything yeah. else you're just trying to survive yeah. you know but, no, that's awesome. but yeah no it's it's uh it's good it's good i need to do that anyway it's trying to you know look better it's 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 a good thing to do so for girlfriend sure. likes it too so that's also a plus yeah. there you go. <laughs> for sure well joey i'll let you go man i'll let you you're in a starbucks parking lot right now i'll let you go through the drive-thru grab, grab your uh 
your mocha frappuccino, whatever you get. But, dude, this is fun, man. And again, hopefully next time, if you come on again, we can do it in person or do something besides the Zoom. No, no, I'm not, I'm not, you know, crapping on Zoom here. Love it. But, dude, yeah, I mean, it's great. A lot, lot better in person. But this is fun, man. I appreciate it. All the best. I can't wait to watch your pitch this year in uh, 2021, dude. Great. Yeah, thanks. I'm looking forward to the season. Should be fun. Yeah, awesome. Hey, hope you enjoyed that episode of the Top Step. Joey Gerber, one of my new favorites on this Mariners team. I can't wait to watch this kid pitch and do his thing. Can't wait for opening day. And uh, I'm excited you're going to be back next week. Join me for another episode of the Top Step. Before you get off this, make sure you click subscribe. You tell your friends. You tell your mates. Tell your girlfriends who lives in LA. Tell your tell your fiancés, your wives, your your brothers, sisters, all about this amazing podcast that I think is ranked number one in baseball podcasts in Australia. Pretty proud of that. That's pretty cool. Anyway, guys, I'll see you next week on the top step. <laughs>